Hello, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to anyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We have been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That's what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. <laughs> How are you doing, Joey? What's I'm going doing on? very well, Mike Lawson. It's you been sound a- older than last time I did. I sure do, Mike Lawson. You know why? Because that's how time works. Every week oh. I sound older. But also, you're talking specifically about my birthday was over the past week. Yeah. And happy birthday. Thank you very much. And you know what I was so surprised about my birthday? Was that last week you and I said, we talked about this, right? And I said, I am going to turn off my phone yeah. for my birthday I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to get off the grid. I turned off my computer. I'm going to turn off my iPad. I'm going to turn off my iPhone. And I'm just going to uh, hibernate. hibernate and just binge Stranger Things, right? And Michael, I'm, and I'm pleased to report that's what I did. Okay, good. Yeah. And then Sunday, I wake up and I turn on my um, phone, right? And there were a ton of beautiful, wonderful messages from some of you and from and from you, Mike Lawson. Mike wrote a very nice message to me that I won't repeat on the air because it's so nice. People might think we're actually friends. And um, But then there were some from people who are not only my friends, but I know listen to the show. Like Adam Vaught, um, yeah. Carlo from Germany, which i got to tell you about him in a second. And they were all like... Where's your phone? Why is it not on? Why can't I get a hold of you? And then I, I had to tell them, like, I told you I'm going to... And they're like, we know you were being... Se- oh, they thought, they thought, and I don't understand this, that I could selectively turn off the phone. And that I could take their calls. So Carla was like, I know, but I thought that you could take my call. And I was like, no, the I didn't want to have the phone ringing. I didn't want to be... I just wanted it off, you know? Yeah. So... So mellow birthday, mellow birthday. Uh, no big, you know, uh, no big voicemails or nothing crazy. Let me tell you this though. I know I'm late to the party on this, which is surprising. But I don't watch these Marvel movies. Oh Same. my goodness! What a twink dream is this, Tom Holland. Oh, he's super cute, and the oh dancing and all and this. The, You've seen all this? Yes, the dancing, and he yeah. wants Spider Man to be gay. And yeah, adorable. I, oh my god. What is what are the odds you, know you think Tom, he plays you know what, for us? I'm sorry? What are the odds you think that he plays for our team? I think I think there's something happening in the world where pe- men are becoming more honest with like mm-hmm. it's becoming more okay to kind of like accept all parts of your sexuality mm-hmm. and people are not training themselves away from Kind of their grayer areas. Yeah. I, I believe. But to t- this Tom Holland kid is a very clear sign of my age. Mm-hmm. Like, I think all those things about him, but I there's not a single, like, sex thought in my brain. Oh. Like, he's just... Well, I just got news for you, my closet. I have a ton of sex thoughts about yeah. Tom Holland in my brain. 
It's not for me. No, you it's know like what? you know what's so funny. Now that I think about you it, and appreciate, I can appreciate it, but I, I'm just you not hungry for it. It's so funny that you say that. I said that as a joke, as a thing, but I don't think I've ever. And I'm being honest. I'm being honest. Yeah. I don't think I've ever thought like, oh man, I want to put it inside of Tom. Holland. Like you don't think about him while you're thinking no, about. I've never thought about him masturbating yeah, yeah, yeah. or anything like that. You know what's so funny? And you know this show is about. Um, well, not not the whole show, but. You know, uh, <clears throat> I did see in the news today, and and we don't usually do um, anything like this, but uh, but I think I should. I felt I should do it today. Wait. Oh. <laughs> Wait. Is there another call yeah, for real? Yeah. That's what is another call? Hold on for a second. That's so weird. That's so grating. Yeah. It, 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 it is. It's very very great. All right here we go. Hi guys, RT Cruiser here for Celebrity <laughs> Death Phone. Tweet actor Cameron Boyce from The Descendants did at 20. Oh yeah, you know what? Uh, I did see that on um, on the news today and I was, I was very, very, very sad to see that uh, he died. Do you know who this Cameron Boyce is? Who? Cameron? No, I have oh. no idea who this is. Well, you I know don't what, know what the descendants are. Okay, I'm going to tell you. Hold on. I, there's a reason why I know. Hold on for a second. But, you know, I am going to give it to him. Artie Cruiser, he is a celebrity. Uh, the, I only know this because my nieces watch those horrible Disney shows. All of, they, Any horrible Disney show, they watch it, right? Yeah. And so... Oh, he's like a current Disney kid? Yeah, yeah. He was on this show called Jesse. That, that, that show's not on anymore, right? How he, did he die? They haven't really said. They said it was from a disease that he had, oh. and, and that he had an ongoing medical condition, and he had a seizure on Saturday, oh, uh, and he passed away. And The Descendants is this really big hit Disney Channel show. Again, the only reason I know is because my nieces love it. It's like it's their biggest hit, it's like a movie they come out with every year. You're very defensive about why you know these kids. Well, shows. because you know what? Let me, no, 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 no. There is a reason. I don't think I told this story on the show. I didn't tell this story on the show. But I'm going to tell it now because I'm kind of pissed. You know the Pizza Party crew. No. You know how I go to Mercedes House for pizza party? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. thought you were talking about another Disney <laughs> no. show you love. No. <laughs> um, again, I only see these shows because my nieces are obsessed with we them. We know, we know. I know, but this is why it comes up. So uh, I was with the pizza party crew and the, this guy, Johnny Cake, okay? Mm. Uh, actor Johnny Cake. Real name. Yeah. Good friend of He's mine. Friends with Tommy Scruff. <laughs> Do you remember Tommy Scruff? No. <laughs> okay, go on, go on. I'm. I'll get you Wait, on three tangents. No, 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 no. What, what is Tommy Scruff? I want. He's know. like the creator of Scruff, and you made fun oh. of him in season six of RuPaul. <laughs> and I'm listening to that now, so it's very current. And oh, okay. I get why you don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I also want to go to what? What was the underarm hair thing? We'll get. Yeah, let's get there. That'll okay. be one of my stories because okay. I have nothing. Okay. So anyway, so Johnny Cake's a good friend of mine. He's an actor currently in New York right now, by the way, playing in the in the Central Park Shakespeare thing of Coriolanus or something, right? Great. Good friend of mine. And his kids, I love his kids. I've, in fact, I've, oh, I've praised his kids so many because they are the most like perfect children in the world. <clears throat> and whenever they see me, because I do respect their, their child decisions, uh, they always give me recommendations for my nieces for what they should be reading. Or, and it's always a hit. It makes me uncle of the year because I'll just buy what they recommend. It's almost like the Oprah's favorite things. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so I, they're always giving me recommendations. And I saw them. This is like the 
one or two pizza parties ago. Yeah. I see them. I go, hey, you know, I actually have a recommendation for you guys. Have you guys watched this cartoon called Gravity Falls? It was a, it was a cartoon that Cameron recommended yeah. to me. And it's actually a really good cartoon. And mm-hmm. it's only two seasons. Everyone should watch it. It's on, uh, it's on Netflix. Isn't it Adult Swim? No, no, no. It's a Disney show, believe it or not. But oh, it, yeah. it does have an Adult Swim feel because a lot of those guys from like um, Rick and Morty and yeah. all of them, they, they're on there. Yeah. So anyway, so I go, oh, okay. And then they were asking what it's about. And I was giving the description. And then um, the girl goes, is it like bunked? Which is another one of those horrible Disney shows, right? Actually, a spinoff of this Jesse that Cameron Boyce was on. And I go, no, 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 no. Punk is horrible. No, 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 no. And I walk away and get something. And the kids are like, all right, bye, Joe, later. Bye. And they run away. And Johnny's standing there. <clears throat> and he gets this gross sneer on his face, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes, he's British, but I'm not going to do an accent. He goes, watch a lot of children's shows, do you, Joe? And I was like... And then I found myself like a humming, a humming, a humming, like explaining that my niece has watched that show and I always see that show and it's horrible, blah, 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 blah. And I was over explaining myself. But that is the reality. And I don't know why. I just felt I have to over explain that I don't know. I only know him because of my nieces. But Cameron Boyce, uh, young twink superstar from The Descendants, by the way. Oh, anyway, The Descendants is a movie on the Disney Channel where it's about um, the children of the Disney villains. Oh. Yeah. So he was one of those stars. And he died. That's un- so unfortunate. He's really young, I'm guessing. Yeah, he's only 20. Yeah. Oh, wow. And you saw the pic- some picture from the Angels past like oh, this last week, Oh, yeah. Too. But, you know, my brother. I'm, 27. Yeah, my brother is a huge Angels fan. Right. Yeah, is he bummed? He is. He is bummed. And it's so funny because he's following the case very closely. But um, Do they know yeah. how he died? I, no, I they're going to release punk. it in October. See, I got I got all the information here. Yeah, they're going to release that information in October because uh, the family will only release the full. Or I guess maybe the family doesn't want it out, but like the public has access to the full court uh, in October or something like that. Yeah, it's something weird like that. Anyway, so it's October. We're going to find out the whole thing. Wow, I hope. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's sad. Mm-hmm. Like it, it doesn't sound like he was murdered or anything, though, right? No, they said on the. I know all this because of my brother. Yeah, they said that it was not suicide and it was not foul play. And you're like defensive, why you know angel stuff too? It's okay. Weird. I was at a pizza party crew party, <laughs> and <laughs> and the kids said you want to play baseball. And the kids, the guys, like, so you're a big fan of little league, huh? And I was like, no, it was just that my brother has angel ticket. I'm like. So wait, I, I was talking over you. You said your brother said something about foul play or no, he said the no foul play and no suicide. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe drug overdose? Would that be can that's not considered suicide, right? No, it's not. Uh I don't know, but my brother so we my brother has an in law who is a professional baseball player. Okay. And I my brother heard through the great writer that, that that professional baseball player said but hold on. Allegedly, the boy, yeah. the, the the friend was like, I mean, the in law was like, oh, it's drugs. And then my, when he was pressed, he was like, I don't know, I just know him, I just assume. And so my brother's like, the guy can't believe you don't know that. That's just he's just trying to be cool. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> so who knows? Who knows what the actual cause was? Um, but maybe uh, the coroner. Oh yeah, the coroner. Now, I'm gonna tell you something, Mike Lawson. I am currently drinking uh, a McDonald's coffee that I went and got. Yeah. On my catching up coaster, didn't I? Didn't I send you? You asked not to get a catching up coaster, correct? Yeah, I don't need it. Uh huh. 
you, you know and, you so, know. It's so funny when I made this stupid <laughs> merch that I hate, right? I hate this uh, merch with all my heart. Yeah. And it's funny what the big hits are. The big hits are the Hello Ugly buttons and the Catching Up Coasters. People really want the Catching Up Coasters. Hmm. And so uh, I don't know. It's it's very very. I don't know who would want who would. I mean, I'm using how would people one. get their hands on them if they're listening? I'm to done this. with merch. I'm done with merch. Oh, you're done. If you know me personally, I'll give you some. No, 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 yeah. no. It was such a pain in the ass, Mike Lawson. I didn't like it, and yeah. it 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 proved my theory that merch. We're not at the stage where we need merch yet. Let me put it that way. I almost feel like there's not very many podcasts that are, and maybe and I I've seen something kind of that does this but not well mm-hmm. i feel like there should be like one place that does merch for like 20 podcasts well no like, they're so they do have that unfortunately it's a closed loop so the and i don't know why they don't open up because i think it's a brilliant idea earwolf i think it is i think earwolf and some other network join together and they they do that but only for their podcasts right there should be something kind of open where you just come to it yeah. Yeah, because I'm sure all these dumb ho- yahoos would go and get, like, you know, they want to print, you know, uh, well, they just want like five cream puffs tchotchkes, or... you know? Yeah. That no yeah. one will ever buy. Yeah, and they just knew it made to order. You know, um, so they'll print one for Joey. Anyway, um, you know, uh, anyway, that, that leads to my story, which is, okay, Mike Lawson, I have a problem. You know, hmm. this is a problem. I know this is an, an episode of Fat Camp. I don't care. So. I go to McDonald's quite frequently, right? Too frequently, mm-hmm. some might say. And I use the app a lot. Well, one of the cards that I had on the app, the debit cards, expired. And I got the new card, but I forgot to update the McDonald's app, all right? Mm-hmm. So I went to McDonald's to use it, and when I got to the window, the denied. woman... Yeah, it was denied. She goes, oh, can you pay with... And I'm like, oh, oh all right. I go uh, here. I go. I, I told her. And of course, again, over explaining. I'm like, over you know, explain. This, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was expired. I got a new car. I forgot to change it. And she's like, okay, whatever. Here, right? Yeah. Well, then I go on this um, app and I update the card. But now every time I went to the McDonald's after that, it would still be denied. And I would, say, and then again, over explain. Like I'm telling you, this is the current. Look, I'm going to give you the same car that's on there, and it's going to work. Again, she was like, okay. She goes, you should call the McDonald's company, right? I'm like, I'm not going to call fucking McDonald's about this. And finally, though, I did get – and every week they'd go, did you call yet? Did you call? Have you called? Have you called? Which is showing you how much I go, right? But they, First yeah. of all, they, they see me and they know, yeah. right? So Mike Lawson, I called McDonald's, right? Joe, what? Yeah, and I said, listen – this is going on and i was on hold for like 10 minutes and something like that and the woman was very nice and she goes oh she goes i see what happened it triggered a fraud detection and Mm -hmm. so it sort of froze it so she goes let me let me get the taken care of so she did and she goes and to thank you i'm gonna mail you some coupons right well mike lawson i got those coupons in the mail and i was it's so funny like i got some very (laughs) so funny the same day I got some very generous donations to undergrad prep in the mail, which, by the way, anyone listening, you know, there's a fundraiser for undergrad prep going on on my Facebook page. Uh, It's I'm humbled by how much it surpassed my expectations, but there is still time to donate to it, by the way. And if for some reason you're not friends with Joey, but you follow catching up on Facebook, we shared it there. Oh, we did. Oh, perfect. Perfect. So anyway, um, 
<clears throat> I should share it on Patreon because they don't pay me enough. And um, <laughs> <laughs> so I use one of the coupons today. Okay. Wait, how many? How much? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, that's so I get I get like super generous donations that people. It's from people who they and it's very nice of them. I guess their company does matching uh, donation oh, things, yeah, yeah, and so they great. named undergrad prep as their recipient. And that so I got such a good find. Uh, those people are such a good find. They're such a good find because oh yeah, it's always regular. You know, I'm yeah. gonna tell you something. Okay, a little secret. I know this person listens to the show, but I don't care. Yeah. One of the reasons I went to go see our friend in rehab was because he's one of those people. Stop, Joey. <laughs> That's not the reason. Well, I mean, <laughs> I was. It's not with him the reason, that. but it's a reason that you want to keep that friendship because. No, 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 no. He's, no, no. The, he's uh, proven that he cares about you and the no, stuff no, no. That you the do. honest truth is, we were friends before that, and I always would have seen him anyway. But yeah. I was even more encouraged to do so. Like he's he's kind enough to do that for me. I can do totally. a solid and do that for him. Yeah. If I had a company, if I worked for a company that did that, I would certainly give mm-hmm. at least something so that I could you know double it. Yeah, because I think they encourage you to do it. Like I'm sure he doesn't. It's since it's matching, they're just donating half over because they get it per quarter. Does that make yeah. sense? So it's like a yeah. dent that you don't even feel out of your um, right paycheck, but it, it helps. It goes a long way for a lot of these organizations. By the way, you can. We're on Amazon Smile, and by the way, I'm not trying to be a dick. I don't even. I order off Amazon all the time, and I forget to do the Amazon Smile thing. But if you find us on Amazon Smile, you want to do it. Uh, I think it's half a percent of everything you spend on Amazon Smile. Oh, I'll yeah. connect mine because. Yeah. My, I used to be connected to the old organization that I work for that is since folded, mm-hmm. and I'm I don't use Amazon Smile at all at all. So what I think I'll is keep... even better is when I go to order on Amazon, <laughs> it goes, "Do you want? Are you sure you don't want to use Smile?" And I go, yeah. "Click next," and I yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's my organization. Yeah. Fuck those guys. <laughs> I don't want to do an extra step for that <laughs> fucking dumb organization. So, and I buy so much on Amazon anyway. Um, oh wait. Humble Pie says there are browser plugins that auto smile for you when you. Okay, I'm gonna write that down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm I'm gonna send it to the board too. Um, okay. So the point is, oh, Mike, when I got so I get these checks for undergrad prep. Like, okay, undergrad prep. <laughs> I guess because they're not for me, right? They're for an organization. I'm like, oh, right. boring. Oh, okay, thousand well, dollars. It's not going in your pocket. Yeah, exactly. It's not going in my pocket. I'm like, okay, boring. Got to deposit this, right? Yeah. And then. Uh, which is funny because when you if someone sent me a one thousand dollar check in the mail, I'd be like, what the fuck, right? right. I mean, like, holy shit, yes, right? And then I'm like, oh god, I gotta go to the bank now and deposit this. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but then I got the McDonald's coupons, <laughs> and I was like, I saw the logo on the envelope. I was like, woohoo, you know? And I was like, <laughs> oh, you know that reminds me, this is not a real story. So this is not a real story. My dad, you know why my mom has that Why shirt? are you not telling me how much money she sent you? Who? <laughs> I asked like eight minutes ago, how much in coupons did she send you? And you're like, oh, hold on. The checks. Undergrad Industries. Oh, oh okay. I'll tell you what I got. <laughs> I got a free, any size Mick Cafe. Okay. Which I'm using right now with my coffee. If you can't tell with my all my t- batangents going on. Okay. Yeah. Then um, a free large fry. Okay. And a free hamburger of my choice. It could be a breakfast sandwich or anything. Okay. So excited. It's kind of less impressive than I thought it would be, but I'm not mad about it. Yeah. I kind of was expecting more. 
But I also feel like you built that you were building that up maybe maybe in an unintentionally with all your tangents that I thought like how oh, do we he's get building Yeah, how do we get from Cameron Boyce to this? It's just the way you are, Joey. Oh, okay. Did I tell this story? I don't know if I told this story in the show. So you know my mom has that church group she does, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm tired. <laughs> why are you tired? Okay. So my dad's in a similar one, but for men, right? But they always meet somewhere else. Here's what I love is my mom's always, they're the same exact thing. The same exact thing. My mom's church meetings, they last like, um, I don't know, like four or five hours. Right? Yeah. My dad's meetings, he's gone for an hour and a half. He's back. <laughs> like, that's, that's including driving there and coming back. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I guess men don't. I know not to perpetuate that stereotype, but it seems that the men have lots less to say. But anyway. My dad does like weekend ones or um, like retreats where they'll go to like some city. His whole men's group at his church will go to some conference thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm so curious, like. I don't know. I'm just very curious. And like, why is it gendered like that? What's, I don't know. I don't know. What are they teaching them that, you know, your mom can't hear? Or well, one that, is what is it? Does your dad like speak differently if your mom's not there? Like what? Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny? He's like, bye, Betty. Going to the church group. Right. And then he gets in. He's like, hi, everyone. It's me, Joe. It's the whole voice has been pushed on. There's so, disco balls, and it's like, I'm coming. <laughs> I know, yeah. They just, and they're wearing <laughs> they construction their hats. Off. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so he had a meeting here. Uh, one at week your before. house. Yeah, at our house one week. Oh, and they went so to the you, backyard. You're going to know what it's like. Well, and they went to the backyard, and they sat under this little like uh, gazebo that my parents had, right? And my mom was so paranoid about it. Because, you know, we're not allowed to move when my mom's here, right? So yeah. she was like, Joey, stay in your room and don't make any noise. Right, and I was like, okay. By the way, they're out. They're not even in the house. They're outside. Yeah, okay. I was. Um, I was just editing shows and stuff like that, doing my work. <clears throat> and um, all of a sudden, I hear like, Woo-hoo! and I was like, what the fuck? And then I hear, Woo-hoo! and I was like, oh my god, what the fuck is going on? My mom comes running. And she goes, Joey, is that you? <laughs> And I go, no. I go, it's coming from outside. And she goes, hmm. So then the meeting ends. Oh, wait. I forgot to play this music while it's going on. So then the meeting ends, right? And my dad dad comes in, right? And we go, hey, what was that noise that was going on? He goes, what are you talking about? No one made any noise. And I go, there was clearly someone went, woo-hoo. He goes, no, there wasn't. You're crazy. And my mom goes, no, but I heard it too. He goes, nope, no one did that. You guys are crazy. No one yelled. And I'm like, all right. The next day, I like that little gazebo to sit in, especially in the morning. I go to the gazebo. My, and this is so weird because my dad wanted to be like super classy. And so he had like fancy, like Martha Stewart style, like ice buckets, you know, with ice in them and the right beers. And it, it looked like a good thing. But then there was a bottle opener there. Okay. It was a mechanical bottle, like a com- bottle opener. <laughs> and it had a picture of Homer Simpson on it. <laughs> so every time they opened a beer, it went, <laughs> woohoo! <laughs> and that's okay. what it was. I figured out the mystery. I thought that it was going to be like some sort of chest pounding or no. some weird ritual where like 
I don't know, they pray and then like yell to God or something. So yeah, that's no. actually better. Yeah. And I know that my dad didn't recognize that they had a bottle opener that shouted <laughs> woohoo every time they opened up a beer. Huh. <laughs> What's going um, on with I you, like your parents' stories a lot. Oh, then just just wait for the next fucking story. Oh, I've been listening to a lot of Joe Batanz lately, Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm l- watching season six of RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. And I am in between each episode listening to the recap that you and Taylor did. Mm-hmm. And I'm loving it. Um, I'm now a Patreon subscriber. You guys put out so much content. And oh, so much of it is so good. Mm-hmm. And I just listened. I think she's in the chat to the recap that you did with Lori um, Roggenkamp. Did oh, I say her name right? Um, with with it was like the comedy recap, and oh, I feel like yeah. this is one of the like earlier kind of like podcasting things you did with her. It's the first um, one. She, it's the first one she's ever on. It was phenomenal. I think the two of you guys were so good, but also like. If I didn't even li- watch that episode of the show, like you played enough of the content so that like I understood the context really, it just was so good. Um, so lots of compliments there. Thank you. But you've also been receiving some weird text messages from me. Very Boo Hacker style. Yeah, because no. as I listen, I have things to say. <laughs> well, hold on for a second. I will say Taylor and I talked about this. The other day, and we did say that you're not like Boo Hacker because you actually do give context and recognize oh, yeah, yeah. that what you're saying is out of context. For because those of Boo Hacker, yeah. I understand how weird it could be if you don't give context. For those of you listening, Joey, you, when Joey Boo Hacker is listening to one of your shows, <laughs> he'll text you as if it is happening at that moment. So he, he'll like, send a text that'll say something <laughs> like, Batanz is wrong, Lawson's right. <laughs> Vampires are scary too. No, that's too much content. They'll just say, "But Tance is wrong." But Mike Lawson's right, and that'll, that'll be it. And you're like, "What is he talking about?" And then it's not even like the current episode. He'll be like, "I'm listening to the 261." Yeah. <laughs> um, um. So you guys were just like having some. There was some weirdness where you guys were talking about arm flab, and you were like slapping it, and then. During that kind of process, um, Taylor saw your underarm hair, so you guys started talking about your underarm hair. And so uh, at that point, that's when I sent kind of one of your birthday texts and said that I was listening and happy 4th. And oh, that's very nice of you. All of that. Um, you know, oh. I'll tell you this, <clears throat> and this might have been what I was talking about. I'm cursed in so many ways, <clears throat> but... One of the ways I'm not cursed is I don't have those, like, I think Taylor calls them, like, bingo arms or whatever. Yeah. Um, I just have, let me see them look right now, actually. Yeah, they're not, they're not, obviously they're fat, you know, but they're not, um, like, flabby, flappy bingo arms. Um, uh, look, there's a, that, that's not me bragging because there's a lot of places where I'm very not gifted. But that's one thing, that's the, one of the few things where I'm blessed on. <clears throat> but I will say, too, and this is, I guess a weird humility thing and bragging thing at the same time. I do think the season six season, I know Taylor agrees is the best thing we've ever done. It's pretty good. Yeah. <clears throat> I I don't know. I mean, I don't know that it's any better or worse than any of the other season recaps that I've heard from you guys. Um, I don't know. I think it, here's my opinion. <clears throat> Taylor works best because I'm having this coffee, and so the dairy's making me flammy. 
Taylor, um, Taylor works best. He's always good, but Taylor works best when he's relaxed. And so usually when we do RuPaul's Drag Race, it's a very high stress um, oh, time sure. time structure kind of thing. Yeah, get where, the show out by yeah. this weekend because the episode just dropped. Yeah. On season yeah. six, we had the luxury. We could just record it whenever we wanted and do it whenever we wanted. And I think we even skipped a couple of weeks. And Yeah, did the, two at a time. Yeah. And, yeah. and so cool. he's a lot more relaxed. Babalu's not breathing down his neck, you know. Um, and so... Uh, He's funny. I mean, Bob, that you that comes off very negative when you say Bob Lou bringing down his neck. What do you mean? Is like his the obligations he has in his life? For example, his relationship with his husband. Meh. So anyway, uh, <laughs> so uh, thank you. It's very very nice of you. Yeah, um, it's really good. Um, I also wanted to tell you, Joey. I started therapy. Wait, Did before you, you go, that? before you go there, before you go, because it's kind of related. I oh. did get a message, and I have to give you a compliment. I did get a message from uh, Adam Vaught going, wow, Catching Up has commercials. Look at you. And I was like, oh, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I go and I listen, and you do a commercial for Anchor at the top of the show. Yeah. I suppose, you know, I have shows on Anchor as well, and I've done that. How you do it in 30 seconds, I don't know. I am so bad at, like, I get in trouble with my manager, actually. One time I gave him a commercial with <laughs> Me and Lori Roggenkamp, and it was eleven minutes long. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> he was like, Joe, we these need to be three minutes or less. And like, he, I said, I sent one that was five minutes. And he, you can when you listen to that one, you can tell it's so chopped up that like you, it's, it's not even done well. Like it's just chopped up to make it under three minutes. So kudos uh, to you for being able to cool. do that. I can't do it. All yeah. Right, go ahead. So. That's actually so the anchor thing. I've been kind of playing around just kind of with the sponsored stuff that they have there to see if it would even be, mm-hmm. you know, reasonable for us to kind of dip our toe in that. But, um, so yeah, I turned that on. And then, um, what was I saying? People should know, by the way, on anchor now. And I, yet, but you have to go on the anchor, uh, anchor.fm. Yes. If you go to anchor.fm, what's our actual URL catching up though? Um, fuck if I know. Well, well, you find that out. You can actually leave us voicemail messages yeah. on anchor.fm slash what it, we're going to find out what that is in a second. I'll tell you that in a second. And yeah. I will also tell you that there is a link in the show notes wherever you're listening to this. Oh, so okay. Can... So wherever you're listening, there's links in the show notes. But you can leave us now on Anchor voicemail messages that we can then play on the show very easily. Right. Uh, so they... go to Anchor. Oh, shit. Let me double check because I didn't. <laughs> I did something weird where uh, I signed up to Anchor twice and started uploading our shit. And so now I have two accounts and one of them is (laughs) wrong. Please hold. Everyone should know while uh, he's doing that, that I got the most old manny birthday presents and I love them. (sighs) Both of my parents. um, One of them, by the way, I asked for these things. These aren't, they didn't decide to get me these. I asked for them. Uh, a really fancy electric toothbrush. I got like the okay. Oral-B like Pro 5000 or something like that where it connects to your phone and tells you where you're not brushing right. Cool. And then I also got, you know, I have a standing desk now, in case you didn't know. I don't talk about it every episode. But I got a fancy, expensive, um, what's the name of the company? It's called Topo. Okay. And it's a fancy standing desk mat. And I'm using it now. It lets you like put your feet because you know like even when you're sitting on a, on a, like a rubber mat, 
your feet get tired of the same position. So this allows you to do all the cards. In fact, right now I'm standing in some sort of weird position that like it lets me like move around, move my back around. It like it prevents, or I, mean, I wouldn't say prevents, but it uh, slows down fatigue on your feet. Anyway, okay. I'm an old man. So next year I'm gonna ask for orthotics. Okay. And uh, effortant. Anyway, do we have any? any if you're alive on? next year, <clears throat> I know. Seriously. Um. Yeah. You know what? I'll have it by the end of the show. Stop pressuring me. Something yeah. weird is happening. All right. So tell me about your therapy. <laughs> oh, I started going to therapy. Good. Um. And it's, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm already laughing at my own joke. We Sorry. did. We've already talked about this. Um. Th- that that's actually not the story. Um, Breaking news: Therapist jumps out window in San Francisco. More to come. Sorry, go ahead. No, I actually we've already talked about that. I you know what, Joey? I don't have a ton to talk about. <laughs> all right. From the mountains to the sea to all of California, this is the Catching Up News Report. What's going on in the Bay Area, Mike Lawson? Joey, th- talk about um, – well, I have opinions about this. I wonder if yours are the same. Mm-hmm. If your entire goal in dining out is shoving some fuel in your pie hole and getting out of a restaurant as fast as humanly possible, then Uber Eats has a swell new option for you. The app has added a dine-in option for some of its restaurant partners – allowing users to order their food before they've left the house or while they're on the way, mm-hmm. reducing the need for server chit-chat or waiting patiently for one's food to arrive. Yeah. I don't know. Uber Eats is not the first to try out this idea. The app called All Set has been doing it for a while, but it does point to <clears throat> Uber's growing ambitions when it comes to entering the food, food pay space. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, you put in what you want, you show up at the restaurant and then you sit down and eat and then you leave. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird to me. Like, are are we going too far with this app stuff, or is this what you're doing with McDonald's app? Let me tell you this. This Postmates. I think it's Postmates. Could yeah. be wrong. Could be one of these apps. Like, I, I think it's Postmates. They do this thing where it says order on the app and then you go pick it up yourself. Order and I was like, app. yeah, I can just do that. As it's called, what we were doing before you existed. Right. Yeah. I and they think, take a cut. Still, yes. Right? In fact, there's there's a problem. It's not with Postmates specifically. I think it's with like Grubhub actually, and they and they own a bunch of different companies, like they own like Eat Twenty Four and all that. What they've been doing, I don't know if you saw this. It's a related story. They've been setting up fake websites for restaurants that look like, especially a restaurant that may not have uh, a web presence. They yeah, set especially up, like small Thai yes, food restaurant place yes. that. Has no web presence. Yes. Yeah. Then they set up a fake restaurant that looks like it's made by the restaurant, and then people order, and they take up to twenty percent commission for those orders. And they set up fake phone numbers that seem like uh, uh, like they would be legitimately for this restaurant just to take a commission. You know, too bad Lori Rogenkamp is not in the chat room. She used to work for one of these places, and she would have a lot of inside information that she could only share only in the chat room and not with us specifically because she does the Lori show <laughs> while she's here. Now, you know, um, what's funny, too, is uh, there was this article that, you know, after that article came out, there was an article that said, like, how you can order from these apps ethically. Yeah. Again, like I was saying right now, it was like, it would it involved so much work that I was like, no. It was like, 
first call different numbers to make sure you're getting the right restaurant and, and yeah. actually ask to speak to the owner. I'm like, no, I'm not doing all that. Then I said, yeah. use the yellow pages so you know you get the right number. I'm like, no, not happen. I'm yeah. not going to the yellow pages. I'm sorry. I, I hijacked your story. Go on. I, do, I just think, I mean, I guess there's two ways to look at this. And one is we're kind of like rushing through a meal that we're paying for and like the experience is rushed and all that. But then other people maybe say like, this is actually more efficient I can order and you guys can start cooking it. And when I arrive, you drop it on my table in front of me. I eat at the same pace, mm-hmm. but then, you know, it's just so much more efficient. I'm not like standing in your doorway for 30 minutes for a table, mm-hmm. but rather walking in, sitting down and freeing up your space so you can serve your next customer. I don't know. I, it just feels like a little bit too much. It feels too much. I, I don't know how that would work. Because also I feel like apart from reservations, the restaurant uh, customer business is like really it fluctuates. So what if you order the food and by the time you get there, there are no tables? Right. Yeah. Because it just got busy. Are they supposed, and then, or are they supposed to hold the table for you? Like what if you're like, – too much drama. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Same. Oh, by and the way, I think – I think that you breaking news chat room participant Barney Prince of Wales asks, was your therapist hot? Yeah, we talked about that a little bit last week, too. Breaking news from chat room listener Barney Prince of Wales. The USA has won the Ladies World Cup in soccer. Uh, Oh, they won like it all? They won the whole thing. This was the final. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, but you know what? It's cool. But I found out that like m- over more than half of all the women's World Cup um, titles have been won by the U.S. And I don't think it's because the U.S. is great. I think because a lot of the companies that could give us a competition uh, frown on women playing soccer. A lot of the countries, you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What did I say? Companies. But oh, I yeah. knew what you meant. I yeah. know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. All right. Go on with your story. Um, I'm done. Um, do you have any news stories? Well, not an official news story. We've had a bunch of earthquakes here in L.A. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why did I not even think that you would even talk about this? Um, have you been feeling them? So the first one was on my birthday around 10 in the morning. And my brother was here with his family. We were having a, bre- a little small breakfast for me in my honor. Yeah. And we felt it, but it was really quick, actually. It was um, almost as if like a truck drove by. The only difference is that the, my parents' chandeliers, because I live in a palace, uh, started shaking. Okay. And, um, but uh, uh, that was it. It was like super fast. Like I said, like a, a huge truck rolled down the road, and that was it. We were like, oh my God, right? And then it was over. And okay. it was like a six point. Now I think that one was like a six point four, six point six, or something like that. And that was the problem is that the place. Because I will say, people don't understand California. That's okay, you know. So our friends yeah. who have never been to California don't understand California geography. They were sure. messaging. I'm sure you got messages too, Mike Lawson. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they were like, "Are you okay? Are you alive?" A couple of things. One. I'm very happy for your concern. There's no reason for you to know anything about California geography, but it happened actually in the in like a, a less po- it, there was it was in a city that it was suffered, and we, our hearts go out to them, thoughts and prayers, all that. But um, but it was far away from like the major parts of California, right or yeah. LA. So by the time we felt it, it was just like a little rattle, 
Okay. Right, right, right. Um, People were feeling it as far as Sacramento. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if they felt it, it was because, you know, they felt something really small. Well, the second one was bigger. That was like, a, I think, a 6.9 or 7.1. Yeah. But that one was weird for me. Like, my mom was outside with Linda, and they they definitely felt it, right? They were, like, yelling. I had just gone for a swim. This is the next day. And I was in my room changing when at, it was a long one. Because at first, I noticed that the fan was being weird. I had a, a fan. Not like it like, was moving or? It was just like rattling a little bit. I was like, oh, maybe it's going too fast or I've been running it too long or something like that. And I sort of thought that. And then all of a sudden, my closet started. But the house wasn't shaking. This is what, what, I, what I'm going to say right now sounds weird. But there was no other movement in the house that I could feel. So the closet door started shaking almost as if someone was inside the closet, like shaking the doors. And so my first thought was like. Oh, fuck. Like a rat or like a raccoon got in the house somehow and is in my closet, right? Mm-hmm. And then it hit me. I was like, oh, maybe that was an earthquake. So I went out to the, where the living room area was and I saw that, again, our palace chandeliers were swaying back and forth. And I was like, oh, we had another <laughs> earthquake. But in terms of the house moving or swaying, I didn't feel it. Uh, mm-hmm. It was. I really thought that the, someone was behind, again, like I said, someone was behind the closet shaking the doors. So on that one, again, we, we were far enough away from it. That's, that's what we felt. But I heard that one was pretty intense. Um, but what is your experience? Here's my question to you. What is your experience with earthquakes? What do you tell people who aren't familiar with them? Because I've been talking a lot about it with, like, you know, Carlo and Taylor and stuff like that. What are you, what's your, yeah. How do you describe it? I mean, you – the beast that you know is less scary than the beast you don't know is that like yeah. a term the devil, like that? yes and you know earthquakes are what i grew up with so like they hit and before you even understand that it's an earthquake it's over so like you know it's fast and painless almost mm-hmm. usually mm-hmm. and it's to me a lot less scary than like a tornado that you're like sitting and waiting to hit Mm -hmm. you and scary and Mm -hmm. just different it's not i don't think one is like easier or whatever it's just kind of the beast you know Mm -hmm. or whatever so i don't know i i've i lived through northridge i lived down in um orange county when northridge hit Mm -hmm. and that was probably the biggest earthquake i've been through yeah. Wait, how big was Northridge? Do you know? Let me. I'll look it up right now. Um, but yeah, that, but they talked about this in the news about how because the woman, I guess, there's a woman who everyone knows. Yeah, um, like Lucy. Yeah, Lucy Brown. I want to say something like that. But mm-hmm. um, or Lucy Jones is some basic name. Uh, yeah. And uh, she was saying that people should be. No, uh, Northridge was a six point seven. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, she was saying people should. That this is the norm, that the fact that it's been 20 years since a major earthquake is the actual abnormality. Okay. Okay. Is there any fear – this is totally in my head – that, like, these two are just, like, the pre-quake to something really big? (laughs) I don't know, but – There's a nine-point something just waiting to kind of – out? I don't know. I, I was telling Taylor, and I've never experienced anything bigger than like a 7.4, anything. I don't know what the biggest ones have been, but I don't think I've really experienced anything really bigger than a 7. But yeah. one other thing I was telling Taylor is a lot has happened since then. And so like if you live, from what I can tell so far, in a major area that uh, a lot of the deaths from earthquakes are a lot of times, from what I've gathered, like old people having heart attacks because they get scared. 
Sure. But like, I think even this one hasn't had any direct fatalities, these two. No, I don't think so. Or even really any set injuries. Maybe somebody fell on somebody. But yeah. um, but I was telling Taylor, I go, you know, it happened to be on my birthday. My brother and his family were here. And so when everybody you know that's safe, you know, you care about is around you, it's actually kind of, I, I don't know what the right word is. Fun is not the right word is. But it's sort of like a weird little, almost yeah. like a roller coaster. Like everyone talks about it and everyone's like, oh my God, yeah. can you believe that happened? It's in a weird way. I've tried to articulate this in the past and I'm going to try again. And I always kind of do it clumsily, but like, like uh, big weather events, um, earthquakes, even like mass shootings. Like it's like if, if it's far enough away from you, it's it can almost be entertaining in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's gross to think that, but yeah. like that's just the way that our lives are. <laughs> yeah, and and and, it, and it's hard to explain too because it's like it's only a few seconds. Now, when you're in it, those few seconds feel like a lifetime. But it's yeah, kinda like I think the one, the first one, was only three or four seconds. I think that second one's probably ten. You know, right? Um, and it feels like a lifetime when you're in it. Uh, but like, like I dare I say, but anyway, because one of the things that's important too. So they've instituted this um, early warning system here in California. I think they did like three or four years ago, right? Where you would get a text message on your phone anywhere from like a few seconds to as much as like 30 or 45 seconds before the earthquake hits. So you could take appropriate action. Okay. They already have something like this even more advanced in Japan. Okay. Right. Meanwhile, Betty dies because she's like, where's my phone? (laughs) So anyway, uh... They, the people were upset in LA because they didn't get any alert and they thought that the system didn't work. And what's funny is the, pe- the, the people behind the program said, no, it actually worked perfectly and they're going to re, they're going to readjust sort of the algorithm. But right now the algorithm is set that you only get an alert if you're going to get like a certain magnitude that's going to really cause destruction, you know? And so that they knew it wasn't going to get that much of a hit. And so they didn't, the alert didn't go out. And so it worked the way it's supposed to, but they're going to try and tinker with that because people want to know mm. even with that stuff. Interesting. But like a system like that, is it based on where your cell phone is located? Yeah, or yeah, is yeah, it yeah, based yeah. on like... No, it's based on where your cell, your cell phone is located. Okay, so if I were visiting New York for the weekend, yeah, I wouldn't, you wouldn't have get gotten it. anything. No, you wouldn't okay. get anything, yeah. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad there wasn't a ton of damage mm-hmm. uh, for you know what happened. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah, so, but I think over cool. the years people have you know retrofitted houses. Yeah, they're sort of I'm built pretty, for that. Sh- I'm pretty sure mine will crumble. And my our house is over a hundred years old. Yeah, that, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, and he like put some of these walls up himself. You know, Ooh, that's not good. No. <laughs> Yeah, I think that in a big one, we would probably... I, and I'm on the second floor. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be after the quake. Yeah. But if they get these alert systems down, they're, they're, the the ultimate goal, I think by 2022, maybe? I could be guessing the year wrong. But by 2022, I think it is, they want to have it that you get a 90-second warning. Hmm. So right now, it's up to like 30 or so. But 90 yeah. seconds, you have a whole minute and a half to get to a safe place, unplug things, you know. Sure. It's interesting, like at work. So I also work in a very old building, um, and it's it's even a landmark. So like we can't do a ton, or it's very expensive to do a ton of kind of improvements. But then also some of the like building um, 
there's a few flaws in the kind of construction of the building that get overlooked because of the landmark status. Mm -hmm. So I'm on the fourth floor of this bad boy. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if a big one hit. I don't know how great it would stand up. I'm not sure. Um, but I mean, it it's lasted this long, so maybe it How actually. How old is the building? Super old. I don't actually know. Like, did it survive the, the big San Francisco earthquake? Yeah, in the, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, well, so it might be okay. It's sitting on sand. I know, like the. That's how they used to build them. Oh, how weird. Okay. So, anyway, Mike Watson, what's going on with you? Um, I'm pretty much done. I have a I have a little after breakfast tea. Mm-hmm. Um. I, if you want to know kind of what's going on with my work stuff, I'm not going to talk about this story. Maybe after breakfast, if you're interested, but Google Shornstein Hayes lawsuit to SHN. Can I Google that? And you could see some interesting theater news in San Francisco and kind of the place where I work, but I'm not going to talk much about it here. All right. Very good. I just have a quick story to tell. Um, you know, for my birthday, it's been a tradition where, you know, cause my parents, my brother, they don't, they don't really leave, Orange County for their food. So uh, every year for my birthday, we go to dinner um, some to some place in L.A. that I pick. And historically, we haven't taken the girls, right? But now they're older. Yeah. So we went to this BBQ place on La Brea called Bledsoe's. I think it depends on what you chose, too. So yeah, like yeah. barbecue, they, yeah. they're cool. Mm-hmm. But if it was kind of high-end, really expensive, maybe it yeah. might be best for a babysitter. Mm-hmm. So... We went to blood cells. Um, of course, anytime I don't know. I think something happened to my dad in L.A. that I don't even like. If my dad has to go to L.A., he gets really anxious. Even yeah. if, leading up to it, anxious, nervous. While he's there, he's a nervous wreck. You know, he just thinks that if you are in L.A., you're going to die. You sure. know, they they kept saying what a shitty area it was. It's not even. A, it's off Melrose and La Brea, right? This happens to people in the Bay Area all the time, too, going into San Francisco. Oh, they live like in Same Oakland thing. or something like that? Yeah, people are just really afraid of, like, I saw a homeless person or yeah, 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 somebody yeah. asked me for change. Yeah, even during dinner, like, a fire truck ran by. My dad was like a dog. Like, he perked up and looked and, like, got really scared and, like, looked around, yeah. you know, because a fire truck drove by. And as soon as we left, my dad was like, get me the fuck out of here. I got to go. He didn't say that for you. He was like, get me. What is the yeah. fastest way out of here? Tell me what the fastest way out of here. I got to get out of LA. I got to get out of LA. Out of this shithole. And it wasn't until like, as soon as we left like the outskirts of like LA proper that he had like, calmed down. But super anxious, right? Do you think that as you age, you're just collecting more and more stories of people getting, you know. But, that, but that's the thing. This is, his doctor told him because, you know, he can, especially when he was working, he was much more anxious. Yeah. Like to stop watching the eve, like the like the, the the network, like the local news. Stop watching local news. And I don't know. Have you watched local news in a while? It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't really watch it. So whenever my dad has it, I hear it. it. I could see why these old people get scared. I mean, the the phrase "if it bleeds, it leads" is so yeah. true. It's like literally like murder, death, shooting, murder, death, shooting. Leave your house. Don't drink the water. Don't do this. It's scary. Yeah. I could see why. And it's also anxious. a lot of like. Danger found in this common household item. Yeah. And it's like a lot of things that you didn't know will kill you and all around you. But by the way, he used to work in crisis management, didn't he? But but I know. But I think 
I think that's why you get like that. I think that's why. Because, again, that's just... He's always thinking about crisis. You're always thinking about crisis and, and disaster. He mm-hmm. worked in disaster mm-hmm. preparedness. You know, like, for instance, I don't, is Natalie in the chat room? So Natalie's dad was a sheriff before he retired, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, Natalie and Richard are brother and sister. And if you ever used to talk to them, they had, like, these, like, weird things that their dad told them, like... Actually, one of them is a really good piece of advice that I've stolen and thought about. How if you're in a riot, like in a riot or stampede, to grab, to like hold on and hug a, like a light post. And just let the people flow around yeah. you? Mm-hmm. So then you, you won't fall. Yeah, you won't fall and get crushed. Huh. So I was like, oh, that's actually a good piece of advice there. I like okay. <laughs> I am keeping that one, yeah. 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 So, okay. um, well, you know, somebody that I know, I don't want to say who it is. Somebody I know, his father works in... Um, a very high level in defense industry, right? Mm-hmm. And he, that guy's told him, it's so funny. I still think it's funny, even though this guy would have a reason to know. But to show you how funny it is, he said, anytime you see a drone run, you know? Why? I don't know. I don't know. Anytime he sees a drone, he's to run in the other direction, right? Okay, yeah. So, and that guy works, I'm telling you, high level defense stuff, Right. And you're yeah. like, they just, they hear it all the time. So they just get super, super, super scared, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyway. By the know. way, is this douchey? I think maybe I might want a drone. Not really want mm-hmm. one. I just kind of want to play with one once or twice. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think you can rent them. But, you know, what's funny is all the reasons why I want them would annoy people. Like my brother was talking about how, um, we, I was talking about if he knows everybody on his street, and he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, this person, this person. And then he goes, there's that guy, the crazy guy with the drone. Mm. And I was like, what? He goes, oh, yeah, one of my neighbors has a drone. And another neighbor hates him because one day the drone just flew over his backyard and just stayed there. Right? Oh, uh-huh. And so, um, but that but that would be, that's the thing is I would love to see what my neighborhood looks like flying around from the sky yeah. or something like that. But that would annoy people. You know? I think what's creepy about it is you just never really understand where it's pointing. Mm-hmm. So it, he could have thought it was standing right in his window, but it was looking the opposite direction. Yeah, do you know right. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you don't know. And I, but I do get why it's creepy. And I don't want to do it for any creepy reason, but I understand how fine that line is that I probably would talk myself out of ever There's getting it. There's a really it. good video. I love it. I should find it, find it and send it to you. I sent it to Chris. I'll send it to you. Um, if this guy, he's clearly with his friends, they're in somewhere in nature, right? Like on a mountain or something like that. And all his friends are sitting there and he's, you know, clearly showing off his drone, right? Yeah. And look at what this drone can do. So he sets the drone to like start with him and then film them as it backs up, right? Yeah. And then, so you see him and he's like operating the drone with his remote control to back up. But then he, he like I said, they're on a cliff or something like that. He drops the remote control and oh, it falls uh-huh. off the side of the cliff. And so you just see the drone, yeah. drone. And he's just like, ah! And, you see and the it drone. just tumbles down. I've seen it on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, okay, so he has those fears. Then Betty has weird fears that she doesn't, that LA like another, she thinks it's going to Europe. Like, before we left, she goes, do they take debit cards or like credit cards? <laughs> And I was like, yes, mom, it is a, a restaurant. And she goes, do they have tables and chairs? And I was like, oh, what is Daniel Brewer too? Yeah. You know? And um, 
I go, yes, they have tables and chairs. And she was like, yeah. Okay. And pause for a second, because the point that you're making with Betty right now, that of course they have tables and chairs is the exact opposite point that you were mad about with Daniel Brewer, right? Yeah. Well, they no, really- but I would, n- <laughs> I, I thought Daniel Brewer would be fine. So, but I, I would know in advance not to take my To bring parents. Betty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because here's the thing. In, they were paranoid about whether it had bathrooms or not. Like, right. they have bathrooms. I'm like, yes, it has bathrooms. Are there bathrooms? And this will be an important part of the story later. Bathrooms, bathrooms, bathrooms. And it's so... F- oh, I'll get to that. I'll make a point about that, too, but I'll get to that later. So, we get there. Then, it's a barbecue place, but my mom... This is so my mom. And I had a friend who used to do a bit about this in his comedy show. We'll go places, and then she'll ask for the most random things. So like, the guy said, it's a barbecue place. So, he goes... We have sweet tea and lemonade. My mom goes, do you have strawberry lemonade? And he goes, no. She goes, hmm. Right? <laughs> yeah. And then she goes, so we'll be, will we be getting bibs? And he what? was like, no. Like, why would we go to a place that has bibs? Do you think for a second that, and not to play armchair psychiatrist or anything but do you think for a second that maybe you're collecting these things because you sort of are expecting betty to kind of like have these outrageous expectations so then when she asked for a bib maybe it wasn't she was expecting a bib she was asking if they had them but now you're like this ridiculous request of a bib i you know it's so funny i think maybe usually you'd be right but i actually talked to my brother my brother and I were sitting next to each other because so we ordered we made it very simple they had we had seven people there with the kids, and they had a a tray, like a platter, like, like yeah, a platter cool. that was meant for six to seven people. Okay, mm-hmm. and it came with all the sides. By the way, try we, everything. Try everything. Yeah, basically like a tasty menu. Can I please tell you, it was so much food, and we took it home. We have enough for a full dinner for me and my parents, and we could invite people over. Like my Great. my, my parents. Yeah, 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 yeah. But just so you know, what I'm going to say now, my dad sees the sides come on a separate tray in these bowls. Yeah. And he goes, those are the large sides. <laughs> right? And my, 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 my brother looks at me and goes, like, first of all, they were a very generous portion, right, of sides. My dad goes, my brother looks at me and goes, why did dad just say that? It's so weird. Right? I go, because this is very them. They hate LA so much that anywhere you take them to... While they're there, they have to shit on it, you know, yeah. because they hate it. But I know, meanwhile, when they're talking to friends, they'll talk about how good the restaurant was, right? But yeah. while they're there, they have to shit on it, okay? So we eat, our, we eat, so we're so full, we leave, right? My brother, go, my brother came in a separate car, so he goes home, okay? Lucky. Uh, pa- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my parents are like, well, do you want to do anything else? I'm like, oh, you know what? Because there's this ice cream place that John Paul and I always go to. Uh, called Salt and Straw. There's a bunch of them in town. Yeah, there's and one I, up here. Or oh, a yeah, couple yeah, up here. yeah, exactly. And I happen to know there's different places, but I happen to know actually very close by in a very, very nice neighborhood, super nice neighborhood, like so quaint, so cute, so everything they would like, that there's one a mile away. So I go, oh, yeah, cool. let's go to the Salt and Straw. So we go to the park. My dad, because my mom was the one who said, is there anywhere else you want to go? You can tell my dad was super upset. And he goes, are there bathrooms there? And I go... I'm sure there are bathrooms on Larchmont. Yeah, yeah. And we go there. And Do you have to go to the bathroom, Dad? <laughs> oh, <laughs> hold on. First of all, he uh-huh. went to the bathroom. At, my dad has a thing. 
He is so obsessed with where there are bathrooms. Like, that's an obsession, Mike Lawson. He has okay. to know where there are bathrooms. Okay. So he's just so upset. Does he, he have maybe issues that he doesn't talk to you about? Maybe. I don't know. But obsessed. Obsessed. In fact, they often complain to people. That you'll hear them. They're like, Joey takes all these people on taco tours. He never takes us on a taco tour. Here's why. When I've said, let's go to taco tour, are there going to be bathrooms there? Now, this is where I will say that's why I bought the tables and chairs. I know the places I would want to take them to. There are no tables and chairs. So that would be already be like, there are no tables and chairs at this taco truck, you know? And yeah. they don't have bibs. Okay. <laughs> and um and then but the bathroom would be a big part of it. That you'd be like, there's no bathroom. What about the bathroom? What if I need to go to the bathroom? What about the bathroom? Bathroom, bathroom, right? Yeah. So we go to this Larchmont, okay. And okay, first we go to Salt and Straw. And we walk into the place. My dad sees it because they have. Have you ever been to it? Um, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. kind of unique flavors, right? Yes. So my dad looks at it, and my mom he goes, "I don't know. He's too much for him. Overwhelmed. He's like, just get me whatever, right?" But part of the joy is like trying three yes, or four. I know. Mike, I even told my mom they want you to try them. She was too shy to ask them. Like they were like, "Can you oh, want to try anything?" No. She's like, "Uh, I go. You can try whatever. Uh, uh, uh no, I'll maybe one. Like so, so." Uh, Shy little Mexican lady that she didn't want to try anything, right? But whatever, she found one she liked. And she goes, ah, with your father, he doesn't, he can't handle dairy. I go, you know what? I told her the vegan ones aren't bad. They're actually, you could, they, you wouldn't even have to tell him that it's vegan. He wouldn't know yeah. that's how good they are, right? Yeah. She goes, okay, that's a blueberry vegan one. It looks good. She orders him the blueberry vegan in a cup. She gets one for herself, gets one for me. We walk outside. The first thing she tells him is, <laughs> Here, I got you this blueberry ice cream one. It's vegan. Immediately. Yeah. And this is so stupid. He goes, no. I don't want it. it. I don't want it. And I go, well, try That's it. So no. my dad, too. No. What you just described, by the way, pause, is my parents to a T. Yeah. My, but my mom would even say, like, don't tell your father this is vegan. He won't <laughs> like it. And then the first thing she would do is say it's vegan, and he won't like it. Yeah. Like, it's the exact same yeah, thing. But go on. But she, but she said, she got, the first thing she told him. It's vegan, which she knows. Do you know? Do you know? My dad loves Jack in the Box tacos. Okay. He loves them. Okay. And one day my brother and I told him that they're actually mostly just soy. Which isn't true though, right? Like there's animal in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He did research, Mike Lawson. He stopped eating them until he did his research and found out that they do have animal stuff in them. And yeah. then he could cont- even, but wouldn't you think, well, I already enjoy them. How funny, how curious, right. you know, how yeah. curious. That they didn't, I thought they were animal in it, you know? No, he stopped but eating them and weird. did research. And when he found out that, yes, they do have meat in them, then he continued to eat them. And I'm about to get on my, like, I, I mean, I'm not, but it's going to sound like I'm about to get on like uh vegetarian or don't eat animal soapbox but like what's weird about that is just that it's like i don't want to have it unless there's dead animal in it which yeah. is so weird it's to so me. weird it's so weird so when she told him it's vegan he wouldn't even try it i go you won't even try it nope <laughs> i go so i just wasted my money yeah you did you wasted okay. your money i paid for it he goes you wasted your money because i am not gonna try and so he carried it and then he just handed it to me and i eventually just threw away an entire cup of ice cream that I paid like, you know, $4 for or something. Weird. Because he wouldn't try it. Wouldn't try it, Mike Lawson. Won't even try it. Huh. Yeah. 
So then he goes, Happy birthday. Yeah. So then we're walking away from something, start eating our ice cream. He's carrying a cup of ice cream. He goes, Bathroom. What's the bathroom? What's the bathroom? Right? He goes, You promised there'd be bathrooms. And I go, well, there's a right CVS right here. Is there a bathroom in there? Is there a bathroom? And I go, well, there's, ba- there's a bathroom in that restaurant. No, because then you have to go to the restaurant and buy something. Which I don't know if that's true or not, right? So yeah. then my mom goes, hold on. You know what? I need to go to CVS anyway. Let me go look, right? So she comes out and she said, they said they have bathrooms. And he goes, oh, okay, good. Thank God. And I go, okay, we'll go to the bathroom. He goes, like, I don't have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> it's so weird, Joey. And I go, you were just were just screaming and yelling about a bathroom. And he goes, I just need to know that there's one nearby in case I have to go to the bathroom. It sounds a little, like, com- obsessive, right? Yes, yes. Because then, Mike Lawson, we walked up and down this nice, and which they, by the way, they like the street. They go, oh, what is this street? It's so cute. And they have all the cute stores. And then he goes, let's go across this. Because we walked, our, our car was parked on the other side of the street. So naturally walking down, crossing the street, coming back up, we complete the loop and we're done. But when we got to a crosswalk before the car, he goes, let's cross the street here. So we cross the street and he goes, Betty, we better go to the bathroom before we leave. Cause it's a 45 minute drive. So they went in CVS and went to the bathroom, even though they didn't need to go just in case. Yeah. On the 45 minute drive, they would have to go to the bathroom. Well, look, would you be more angry if they, 10 minutes into it, your mom was like, look, I didn't really see this coming, but I got to go right now. That's you know what true. I mean? Like, maybe they know that they might not be able to make it 45 minutes. True. Now, you know, we have someone who's around my parents' age in the chat room. John Arts, our friend John Arts. I think Why he has. That? Huh? Okay. Do you th- maybe he has an explanation? Maybe he can put in the chat room. Does does he know other people his age? Is he like this? I, I want to get into. Are we going to be like that when we're that age? What is that all about? I think. I mean, it could happen to anyone. But I, I mean, I could see your parents just thinking ahead and not wanting to go through discomfort. And I think that your dad also kind of imagine imagines worst case scenario all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So he probably feels like there's a good chance your mom's going to want to stop. Mm-hmm. So he just kind of prepares. Right. I don't know. He's a preparer and a non-vegan eater, which is so weird because he eats all those ingredients. All A vegan thing is just missing ingredients. Mike, That's it. I'm with you. Look, it's look. not like a meat eater or a vegan who's like forced to eat meat. That's an ingredient they don't eat. No, Mike, I'm with you. And I could almost logically understand like – uh, I feel Armando, you know, ward of the show Armando, kind of has... It's funny that, you know, my mom calls my dad Mondo because his middle name. Yeah. And um, it's funny they have the same name. They have the same sort of food things, you know? Yeah. And But I feel where they're different, I feel Armando would try it, but he'd be very skeptical, right? Right. Uh, my dad won't even like my dad. That's so, the like, weird thing about your dad. Like at least like say like, oh, I don't, I don't think so. But I'll take a bite and I'll hold it and maybe take a second bite and hate it. Yeah. And I'll even tell you guys I hate it, but I will try it to yeah. say I hate no, it. Mike Lester, here's the thing. It's even weirder than that. He could like it. He could like the food, but by the very nature that it's healthy or vegan, he won't, he won't eat it. Yeah. I could see my dad being that way too, but I mean, my dad, 
does experiment though with food though. He's not like a, a really picky eater. He's not like chicken strips and french fries, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like my dad will cook up some tofu or something. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. You tell my dad, it's, even if my dad thought it was delicious, yeah, he will not eat it. Because I think it's like a masculinity thing. I think it's, yeah. if he feels if he eats it, he's not a man. My dad has a lot of masculine food connection too, mm-hmm. where it's so he will cook a tofu, but then he'll, you know, fry it in bacon fat or something like weird like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's not afraid of kind of different types of food and things that he didn't grow up with. Yeah. 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 My dad also, though, is like, um, has been wooed by, I think, the Food Network, right? So the Food Network has kind of normalized eating weird. So mm-hmm. here's an ingredient you've never heard of. Yeah. Let's try it in four ways. And then, I don't know, you're just more open to like something being good that you've never heard of before. I, I think it's a masculine thing. I really do. Yeah. Um, okay. What do you got going on next week, Mike Lawson? Tons of nothing. I have a bunch of freelance work I'm doing. I'm kind of um, underwater in freelance work, which is a good problem to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's taking up all my free time. Um, oh, I'm going to see Leslie Odom Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the San Francisco Symphony. Um, and that's it. Um, what John Arts wants you to know he has no bathroom anxiety. He just texted us. <laughs> the chat's not working for him. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, all right. He has, but I thought maybe somebody he knew. Or something like that. Okay. But you know, but, you know, related though, Lori, people, if you're listening at home, you're missing the entire Lori show in the chat room. And she said that she needs you're to really know what- mean to her. She says like one thing and you're like, oh, here comes the Lori show. <laughs> Shut up, Lori. So on one episode of the Lori show, on, 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 the, <laughs> on the most recent episode, she says, I need to know where a bathroom is. I went walking along the Silver Lake Reservoir on Thursday and I almost crapped my pants and my girlfriend had to get us a lift to a grocery store. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, anyway, uh, next week, um, next week I might have a little birthday thing for myself on the weekend with just a few people. You're invited if you want to come. I'll leave my hey, way. thanks for the invite. Yeah, yeah. and um, in fact, the country I only invite people who live very far away, so no one will show up. <laughs> um, I, oh, I, will, go I have a good after breakfast story. What's the little story right now? I can tell them after breakfast. Um, <clears throat> all right, so that's that's all. I, I, that's the only thing I can think of right now. I don't think I really have much going on besides work. Okie dokie. Well, it was nice catching up with you, Joey, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, go to hell, Mike. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at podcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. And follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up.
It's what they do every single week, without fail. They never miss a week.